Welcome back to the Anxious Creative Podcast with your host, moi, Don Bradley. I am so freaking excited today. Why, you may ask? Well, I'm going to tell you because today is our 99th episode of the Anxious Creative Podcast. Holy guacamole, friend. We're going to be at 100 next next episode. How the heck? I just like thinking about that and reflecting on the last three years of this podcast. I've It started out called Overshared Behind the Salon Chair. If you scroll back and listen to the first couple episodes, they are hilarious. They're so much fun. And I actually interviewed my clients and then it adapted into the anxious creative. And then, you know, life happens. I took six months off and it's just been a really ebb and flow and really natural progression. And it's really cool. And I'm just so thankful for you and for being on this journey with me and this, um, this kind of time capsule of my life and career. And it's so cool to be able to share this with you. So I, of course, wanted to find a way to celebrate with you because it's because of you, yes, you, listening to this right now. It's because of you that I am going to be having my 100th episode of the podcast and I'm so freaking excited and I want to share that celebration with you. So drum roll, please. I am having a giveaway. I'm going to give one lucky listener a $100 Amazon gift card because I couldn't do this podcast without you. You are the reason that I get up and share the things that I do. You are the reason that I continue to do this. And I want to thank you for being on this journey with me and with my team. And so we are going to give one lucky listener a $100 Amazon gift card. And all you got to do to participate is to leave a review for the podcast. So I would love for you to leave, go, go leave a review uh, just in general, but I also want to celebrate with you. So that hundred dollar gift card, Amazon gift card will be given to one lucky listener who leaves a review on next week's episode. So you're going to want to make sure you listen in to next week's episode to see if you are the winner. And then I'll give you, we'll give you instructions on that episode of how to claim your prize. So bonus points, let's talk bonus points because we all love to get extra entries, right? So yes, go leave a review. It's as simple as that. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening, leave a review. And then bonus points, if you take a screenshot or you post a story on your IG um, about the podcast and you tag the Anxious Creative Podcast and Don Bradley Hair bonus points for that extra entries. I want you to win the $100 Amazon gift card. So that's a fun thing. I don't think, I don't believe I've ever done a giveaway on the podcast before. I think maybe I'm kind of getting excited. I'm like, maybe we should do this more often, right? What do you think? Let me know. Slide in my DMs. Let me know if you think giveaways should be more often, but I'm so excited to do this. I wanted a way to give back to you, the listener, and thank you for being on this journey. So I I know we're not even at that. We're at the 99th episode, so I don't want to get too celebratory early, but next episode, I will announce the winner. So make sure you go leave a review right away because I don't want you to miss out on the on the ability to, to win this Amazon gift card. And I will announce the winner on the podcast with instructions on how to claim your prize next week. So why don't you share, share the love with everybody. Let's get as many people entering as possible and just, just have a good time. And next episode, we will officially celebrate together. Okay. 
Well, I want to get into this week's episode because you are in for a treat. I know I say that every single time. I It's just, I feel like I should try and stop, but it's kind of a thing now. <laughs> but because we're coming up to the 100th episode, I wanted to talk about something um, really, really important for our industry as hairstylists, but also as creatives in a, in a bigger industry. And in this t- in today's podcast, we're going to talk about the most important things, the three most important things creative needs. needs. Wow. <laughs> Let's try that again. The three most important things creatives need to know in 2021. So buckle up, friend. This is going to be a wild ride of an episode. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. All right, I'm excited for this episode because I know that our journey as creative entrepreneurs has changed drastically over this last year. The the pandemic, we've had to pivot, shutdowns and all things and we've had a realization that as creative entrepreneurs and service providers as hairstylists that we need to create some new habits or look at things differently because of the way this has affected our careers. And so today I'm going to share with you the three most important things. Um, the not the, wow. <laughs> Why am I having such a hard time saying the title of this episode? The three most important things creative need, creatives need to know in 2021. And the first is the first thing we need to get a handle on and we need to know in order to succeed this year and moving forward is we need to have better boundaries. Now, you know I'm no stranger to talking about boundaries. This has been something that I've learned a lot over the last few years. I actually started learning about it like, oh my goodness, probably, oh, I want to say I started learning about boundaries when I went through my divorce in 2011. And that's exactly, it'll be 10 years ago since I got divorced, a little, little TMI personal note there. And I remember a therapist in our session talking about boundaries and talking about, you know, it's not about cutting people out. It's not about um, letting people come and like say and do whatever they want. It's about letting them know, like, I'll let you enter here, but you can't enter here. And kind of like, there's no doorway there, but here's where a doorway is. I don't know if that makes sense. And I started to learn that I had no sense of boundaries in my life with family, friends, and, but also in my business with, um, with coworkers, employees, and my clients. And the one thing I see happening is very well-intentioned people, people who care deeply. And I, I want you to know that I know you're someone that cares really deeply and you love really hard. And that's where a lot of times we get confused where we think boundaries means we're not caring and we're not loving anymore. But boundaries can be the most generous act of caring for someone that possibly is is available, that being able to not let someone have free reign over you, being able to say no, and really in, inside my program, Rock Your Business, your stress-free guide to earning six figures, I talk about no is a one-word sentence. And how oftentimes us people pleasers and us people who have learned to think that the only way that the only answer to a question is yes, and that we've learned to like, you know, someone asks something of you, you say yes, because that's what you do. And I think this is an, an extra pressure that is put on women in our society is learning that 
No doesn't mean you're disrespecting someone. No doesn't mean that you're refusing someone something. It means you're honoring yourself. And so many of us as people pleasers abandon ourselves, abandon our self-worth and our self-worth and our self-value and on our identity is wrapped up so much in other people that we hand that over. And that's why we struggle with boundaries is because we don't know who we are. We don't know what we stand for and we don't recognize our value as us alone. We hand it over to other people to validate. Kind of like when you get your parking validated, it's like, please validate my parking. That's what we do. We have this little imaginary card with our self-worth, our self-value and our identity. We can go, please tell me who I am. If I can make you happy, then I'm a person. My identity is making people happy. You know, if I'm a good daughter, sister, wife, mother, brother, husband, then I know who I am. But really boundaries, I know I'm getting a little woo-woo, but good boundaries, not only with others, but with ourselves helps us create an identity that is uniquely ours. So we know who we are without anyone else, that we know what we're worth and that it gives us this strength and this confidence to be able to go, you know what? No, that doesn't serve me. No, no, thank you. I appreciate your offer. Or you know what? Here's the classic example. Like, oh, Susan, I would love to be able to get you in on Sunday because I know how much it means to you to be able to get your hair done for this family event that's coming up. But unfortunately, Sunday's my day off to spend with my family or Sunday's my day off to take care of myself. And I would be doing a disservice to you to come in on my day off because you wouldn't get the quality that you're used to. And so the most important thing when, when enforcing boundaries in your life to be a successful creative in 2021 is recognizing that you're not doing these things to or at people, to your clients. You're not saying no and telling them they're, they can't book in or no, like, can you stop DMing me at 10 at night? No, you want to show them that you're doing it for them. So when someone DMs you late at night about a hair appointment, when someone asks to get squeezed in, when someone doesn't want to pay your full service or says you're too expensive, I want you to start thinking, how can I communicate to them that I'm doing this for them, that I'm saying no, like, hey, Brenda, uh, I saw that you DM'd me at 2 a.m. last night. I just wanted to remind you about the fact that, or remind you that I only answer DMs and I'm only on my phone during business hours Monday to Friday. So you may have DM'd me at 2 a.m. or you maybe you DM'd me on Saturday asking about something. Know that I won't get back to you till Monday just to make sure that I have a healthy relationship with my work. And that way I can show up and give you the best. And the thing is, is that the hardest part about instilling boundaries is, I don't know if you can hear this, my drum roll, is when we haven't had boundaries with people before. I remember thinking, I'm just going to move to a new city, which I did seven years ago, almost eight years ago, or almost seven. In September, I think it'll be seven. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be great because I get to start over fresh with people. And then everything started happening to me to get to me again. And I realized, well, frig, I'm the common denominator. <laughs> Whoops. And I just thought people would automatically respect me more in a new city. Turns out I needed to learn to respect myself. And if things keep being habitually habitually showing up in your life, learn to ask yourself. And I'm not saying always that it's your fault by any means, but you can start to see your if you're the common denominator, you can ask yourself, is there something that I'm doing or not doing? And it's not always the case, but it can give you some insight. Like if I constantly feel disrespected by my clients, Am I, am I contributing to this? Is there something that I can be doing differently? And I kind of have gone off on a tangent now and I don't know where I was going with this point, if I can be honest, just sitting here rambling. 
Um, but I want you to really think about how can you have boundaries with yourself as well? Because here's the thing is people go, well, I put up boundaries. I told my clients that, um, I'm only going to answer my emails or my DMS like Monday to Friday, nine to five, but they keep messaging me outside of this. Well, no one's going to hold true to your boundaries except you. So no, like I have people all the time cause they know I'm a boundaries person. They're like, sorry, Don, I'm messaging you late at night. Like, oh, I'm really bad. And I'm like, Hey, the reality is this is my boundary. So you know that I won't respond to you. You can mess it. And I tell the people that I work closely with, I have a mastermind group. I'm like, you message me whenever it is up to me to adhere to my boundaries. It is up to me to follow through on the boundaries that I've set. And so don't think that by setting a boundary in your business or your life that people are automatically going to adhere to it. You have to adhere to it. So if you're only going to look at your DMs Monday to Friday, nine to five, you're only going to answer emails Monday to Friday. If you're only going to work, you know, Wednesday to Saturday, then it is your responsibility to not break that. And that's the hardest part. And I think that's the biggest thing I hear about people setting boundaries is like, well, people still keep disrespecting them. Well, we have to be responsible adults. Oh, I hate that. I just want to be an irresponsible child for the rest of my life, please. We have to take responsibility for actually following through and reminding people when I got away from, when I went to solely online booking, I got into a trap. You can find it. You can, I can't remember which podcast episode it was, but I talk about this where I started getting text messages of clients saying, I can't get in on your online booking. And I'd look and I'd see that there was a gap and, you know, online booking booked an hour and a half for this appointment, but I knew that this person I could do in an hour. So I'd squeeze them in. And what did I just teach them? That online booking isn't the way to get in that texting me is. And so I remember the day that I finally came to a breaking point when I got a text from someone I didn't know. And they said, Hey Don, I'm a new client and -and so-and-so referred me to you. And they said, if I can't find anything online, I should just text you. And I was pissed because I'm like, I have online booking for a reason. And I realized in that moment that I was teaching my clients that online booking isn't the way to get in the quickest. The quickest way is to text because I always fit them in. And so I was frustrated at my clients. Like I told you I had online booking. Why aren't you booking through online? Because I wasn't respecting the boundary and following through with it myself. So know that the number one of the three most important things creatives need to know in 2021 is to how to have healthy, strong boundaries. And that means showing your clients and the people in your life that you're not doing something to them or at them, but you're doing it for them, how this helps them how this betters them. And so that's all in the communication piece. And then following through on your boundaries yourself, right? Okay. On to number two, and I'm going to quote my good friend, Jay Ladner here. Number two is in for the most important things creative needs needs to know is we need to know how to adapt and evolve. Now, Jay says this a lot over on his Instagram and I love it. We need to adapt and evolve. If anything we've learned this past year is that the world is changing. Our careers are changing as hair, me as a hairstylist in the hairstyling industry and community, it's changing. And if we want to stay on top of things, we need to be willing to adapt and evolve quickly. And what I'm saying here is I'm not saying add more to your plate, not stress yourself out, but recognize that movement and flow that needs to happen instead of working against things. And what I see happen a lot in our industry, in particular in the hairdressing industry, is that a resistance to change. And we're human beings. Change is freaking hard. But the more we can adapt and evolve and going, okay, like, you know, last year we saw a lot of shutdowns. How do I adapt and evolve? I was so inspired to see how many hairstylists figured out, 
you know, creating online stores for their retail, delivering products door to door, creating incentive, creating urgency for different ways. How can I, how can I get creative and find ways to bring in money? And I know it's hard, especially as anxious people, when unexpected stuff happens, I hate surprises. Like, please never throw a surprise birthday party for me. Never surprise. I do not like surprises. I need to know what's going on. I love, um, thoughtfulness, but surprises throw me off. And so last year there was a lot of twists and turns and surprises that got thrown our way. And no doubt we, we need to have moments to feel the feelings and, um, and validate our feelings. Once again, go, you know, oh, like the whole, like, oh, other people have it harder. It doesn't diminish and take away from what you're feeling. So I want you to be able to validate your own feelings and struggles. And yes, maybe some people quote unquote have it harder, but don't, don't let that be a reason where you don't feel. Take a moment. And I forget who said this to me, but they say, they said, I always give myself 24 hours to feel sorry for myself. And then I pick myself back up. And that's when we need to adapt and evolve. Otherwise you're just going to stay stagnant. And the reality is, is that our industry as creatives and as hairstylists is changing quickly. And I know change is hard, but the quicker you adapt and evolve and go, okay, got to get used to this new way. Got to, you know, figure out a way to get online, how to sell my retail online. How can I do this? How can I start emailing my clients? How can I be in communication with them? All these things, if we can adapt and evolve, as Mr. J. Ladner says, the likelihood of more success and not, I'm not saying success in a monetary value. Yes. Success can be monetary. It can also be in how your lifestyle looks like, are you, you know, are you just going to keep working against the trying to swim, swim upstream, working against the flow and making things harder? Are you just going to add more things onto your plate? No, you can know me and my education. I'm all about taking things off your plate, making your life easier so that you can create more income with less work. And by adapting and evolving this year and by finding new ways of doing things and pivoting, that's going to make all the world of difference. So number one is boundaries. Number two is adapt and evolve. And number three is develop agility. Now, when I hear the word agility, I immediately think like dogs doing agility courses, like jumping through hoops, doing this. And I was like, yeah, agility. And I was like, what does agility mean? And you know, when you know a word and you know what it means, but like, if someone asks you to define it, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) That was me. I was like, well, I know what agility is, but like, what if if I had to define it, what was it? So I actually looked up the definition and it says the ability to move quickly and easily. And when I read that, I went, well, maybe agility is not what I'm trying to say here because I do not move quickly and easily. I am a slow mover. I'm a doddler. Nick always jokes, like if we're leaving the house, like it takes me a good, like even with Walter, I said the other day, poor Walter, he gets so excited that I'm going to take him for a walk. It takes me at least 20 minutes because I get distracted by this and I start doing this and then I put my shoes on and then I got to do this. And like, I one, have no concept of time and, uh, two, like want to do 10 things at once. And I'm a toddler. So I was like, maybe it's not agility. And then I looked at the second definition of agility and it says the ability to think and understand quickly. And I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. The ability to think and understand quickly. Now I get it. Change is freaking hard. And if anything, we've had a lot of changes this last year. A lot of things that have, you know, wrenches that have been thrown in, things that we've had to to adapt to quickly. And like I said, adapt and evolve, but then agility is to think and understand quickly. And I know that I'm not the only one that does struggles with decision paralysis. We are so scared of making the wrong decision that we don't make a decision. And 
if you're, if you've been around this podcast a while, you'll know this story. And if you're brand new, listen up because this is really important. When I was going through my divorce in 2011, I got a card from my cousin Rochelle and it is, Ooh, I'm going to get emotional. What she said stuck with me and really, really impacted me that day. And I don't even know if she remembers. Um, and I don't know if it was the card that said it or if she wrote it inside, but it said, you know, you made the right decision because, and then like on the inside, because you made a decision. And I don't know if you've ever gone through a divorce or if you've ever been the one to instigate change on that level in your life. And that's a whole nother story. And I have actually a whole, um, I'll link it in the show notes, a whole um, blog post about my divorce. Um, It was the hardest thing I've ever had to go through in my entire life. And I remember like, I'm the one that decided to leave and it was incredibly hard. And I remember for months, like there was multiple times I tried to leave and wasn't able to. And the the weird thoughts that would go back, like, should we, shouldn't we have this beautiful painting from our wedding day? Like that, that like, what, what would we do with the painting? Like just really weird, irrational thoughts. And getting that card from my cousin after I had decided to leave my unhealthy marriage was going, oh, because you question things. You wonder like, would it have gotten better? Could I am, you know, am I making this? I was gaslit a lot. So like, am I crazy? Am I making this all up? Like trying to figure it all out and reading that going, you know, you made the right decision because you made a decision and realizing how many of us stick in indecision because we want to, I always say, I want to zoom out to the future, see how this decision turns out. Is it the right one? And then come back to the present. But the reality is there's no way to, there is no right or wrong decision. The right decision is making a decision because ultimately a decision is made even if you don't make make a decision. I'm, I'm like using the word decision a lot right now. But if you don't choose then you're choosing not to choose. You're choosing whatever the result is of not choosing. Does that make sense? So you really are, you're not indecisive. You're just scared and you are choosing by not taking action. And so, and it's funny because as a control freak, you think freak, you'd think I wouldn't be paralyzed by decision-making, but I'm, I've been so terrified to make the wrong decision that I don't make a decision. I end up making the choice of whatever the not decision is. I hope this is making sense. If it doesn't, let me know. And so the developing agility, and it's a muscle, the ability to become decisive, to think and understand quickly so you know what to do next. Okay, think, understand quickly. Okay, we're going through a pandemic. Think, understand, what does this mean? Then what's my next move? Get creative. And I think I want to give you permission right now to do things differently. Just because someone else hasn't done something doesn't mean you can't. And if nobody else has done it, what an awesome opportunity for you to be the first. It's best to be the first doing something. You don't want to be a copycat. You don't want to be a carbon copy. It's so easy to be inspired by people and go, well, then I want to do that. But really be inspired by someone and then make it your own. It's so, so easy to want a carbon copy. We see someone else being successful and realizing it's not what they're doing that's making them successful, it's them doing it. And so the ability to develop agility, to think and understand quickly so that we can keep moving is so, so important. So friend, those are the three 
things, the most important things creatives need to know in 2021, let me just recap them, is to have boundaries. Know that saying no is a one word sentence, that you can say no, and that you're not doing something to or at your clients, but you're doing it for them. And you need to follow through on your boundaries yourself. Two, you need to develop the skill of adapting and evolving. This world is changing quickly and you don't, I don't want to say get left behind, but you don't want to become stagnant and stale and out of touch. And so once again, adapting and evolving does not mean adding more to your plate and stressing yourself, but more, it means letting go of some things to develop and evolve in these other ways. And then three is to develop that agility to be able to think and understand quickly and make decisions swiftly. And so I hope that's inspired you today. I hope that's encouraged you. And I want you to know that these skills take time to develop. They're not going to happen overnight. Our brains learn quicker than our reflexes. So don't be so hard on yourself when you go, I'm going to develop better boundaries. And then you fall into old habits. Your reflexes do not change as quickly as your brain. It takes some time and don't beat yourself up in the learning process. There's no perfect way. There's no right or wrong way. And remember the right decision is the fact that you made a decision. So friend, thank you so much for being here. And I just want to let you know that maybe you're struggling with your price increase right now. Maybe you're thinking I need to change my prices, but oh my gosh, I am so terrified of what to say, how to say it, or how my clients might react. I want to let you know that I actually have a free template on how to communicate that change to your clients in an email, in a sign, in person. So if you go to dawnbradley.com slash prices, we'll leave the link below in the show notes. You can get my free script and it is word for word what I used when I actually doubled my prices with my clients and it did not affect my business one bit. I have students that have used this template. I have like hundreds of people that have downloaded this template and used it in their business to help them with their price increase. So if you want to go check that out now, maybe you're thinking, I don't know even what to, I know I need to raise my prices, but I don't even know what, like what to raise them to or how to raise them or how to figure out that. Well, if you need help with that, now I have an amazing plug and play spreadsheet and I spreadsheet kind of like makes us scared. Don't worry. It's not scary inside my program, rock your business. Now that's just one of the things inside of there. But if you want to learn more about how to earn six figures, stress-free taking things off your plate, not adding more, not stressing you out, you're going to want to get on the wait list for rock your business. You can go to dawnbradley.com slash R Y B for that. The doors are going to be opening in the next couple months and you do not want to miss out. You're going to go have life-changing moments, just like the hundreds of other hairstylists that have gone through it. All right, friend. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was fun to hang out back to a solo episode and don't forget to enter the contest for the hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Oh my freaking goodness. How much fun is this going to be? I can't believe the next episode is our 100th episode. So remember to enter is to leave a review on the podcast. Just go ahead and leave a review and we are going to announce the winner next episode. So if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of you listening or make a story about the podcast, tag the anxious creative podcast, tag Don Bradley hair, make sure you're going to also have a possibility to be featured on my stories, but also that gives you bonus entries into the contest to win a hundred dollar gift card. I cannot wait to announce the winner and celebrate with you on our next episode, which will be the hundredth episode of the anxious creative. So make sure you like subscribe and leave a review so that you can be the first to know who won. All right. Have an awesome week friend. And we'll talk to you soon.